what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 13, volume 4 of the Fantasy Formula, coming to you live in the Mesh Studios, Hickory, North Carolina. And ladies and gentlemen, it is my great pleasure to welcome back, if only for a brief moment, our friend and co-host, Addison Houday Fox. What's up, people in uh, whatever, where we are, I don't even realize. Where are we, Hickory? It's the, it's the reunion, but still, <laughs> I love my friends. I love my friends. Love them. Yeah, baby, yeah. Chad, it's so great to be back, dude. It's so great to be back. I I can't say I, I miss you, but I, I really bye, haven't. bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Can we, can, we edit, can we edit this? I mean, really? This no, Addison, God, I'm sorry to interrupt God. you. I, we missed you terribly. No, you and, did. You know, don't, don't I, we're play glad with to have you back. with my emotions. Stop. So what's been going on in your life, man? It's been, a, what, a solid month, maybe? Hey, let me tell you, man. The business is uh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we, we start a new process, but we're not here talking about that. But that's uh, we're printing for breweries, uh, bottles, and it's been – been busy man and um Fantastic. you know your your schedule you know being the um the uh the key grip for the porn industry is, has been um <laughs> has has kept our schedules conflicting so uh you know it's just it's, it's, it's been tough but you know i'm glad to be here even for a flickering moment i got ahead because we were supposed to start at one today and now it's you know 145 and right schedules I, I you know all about schedules addison I right know. you know yeah. all about them but uh on time <laughs> Always on time. Yes. Well, we're glad to have you here, even for, if it is for a, just a brief minute. Before you take off, Addison, do you want to tell us how the fantasy year is going for you so far? Uh, I know that's why you came today, yes, right? Yes, uh, I had the, one, the best week. I leak, leak, uh, season high, league high right now, 192 and a half. Wow. Booyah! Who did you have on that team? Uh, Brady, Dolphins D, Macklin. Yes. Um, Field Day. Kicker, you put up like 17. You must have had a running back that did something to to put 192. Um, Good Lord. Ellington, let's see. Oh, Lacey put up what? Yeah, yeah Lacey had a pretty 27. Good game. Yeah, he had a pretty like good that. game. Uh, Ellington and. Ellington uh, had a pretty good game, too. Nothing extraordinary. But, but that was it. That's, that's great, dude. So, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here. You know, I told everybody last week, you know, how I swept these family, and I, I went and got plane tickets for your whole. I want you to bring the whole, everybody from Hawaii, everybody. Yes. Sign up for fantasy so I can beat them all. I love it. I love it. Maybe next year, Ad Rock. Maybe and, next uh, year. I want to say, have you got my 20 bucks? It's coming, okay. yeah. Just Chad's, Chad's, not, paying, Chad's not honoring his bet. He, you know, we I beat him. He's not giving me twenty. I always take care of my bets, dude. Don't worry. So next time, $20. maybe at the end of the season, your next with the next time you show up for the podcast, next I'll pay your twenty bucks. Yeah. Or maybe in yeah. December, maybe after Christmas, Freaking. I will give you that twenty Freaking bucks. Awesome. Well, anyway, Addison, we love you. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, replacing Ad Rock, Who day nation, baby. Who day? There it is. Replacing Ad Rock, sliding into his mic spot right here. You know him. You love him. He's been here three years or three. Uh, previous times before he's John Mark Russell. Come on, everybody. Later, Ad Rock. Later, dude. Later, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> How about that? Addison pops in to say hello. That's very kind of him. The Diz must be the busiest dude in the world, I right? I think he just doesn't get things done when he's supposed to get it done. I yeah. think he's very unorganized. Maybe not many organizational skills. No, you know. you know, really what is he doing? I've, I've gone to a shop before, and it's mm-hmm. kind of twiddle your thumbs type thing. Yeah. I'm seeing, so yeah. I just don't know what he's doing. Maybe this bottle business he's talking about is mm-hmm. really taking off. I hope so, my friend. I hope so. Good luck, Addison. Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed, young man. Um, buddy, how'd your week go fantasy? wise last week man i'm on a two-week stunt in both of my leagues losing the champ the, the champ. champ come the on champ, champ. faltering man i'm taking some hits over here mm. my guys are not producing man it's been uh who's letting you down frustrating uh 
You know, I've had Frank Gore out, you know, I guess by the bye. Justin Forsett's not doing things. They're handing the ball to Talon Farrow for the dang touchdown. Right. Uh, you know, Rivers didn't do much. My defenses aren't pulling their weight. Uh, you know, I guess uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, Denver uh, tight end. Julius. Julius. Julius didn't Thomas. Have a good week. You know, I counted on him. So, is what it is. I lost by .06 this <sighs> week in one of my leagues. Brutal. Uh, went to bed and woke up uh, in the morning to check the score. Mm. It was awful. It Make was your awful. stomach hurt, doesn't it? But you know, I'm still in the hunt, man. Five and three, four and four. So uh, let's do this thing. I'm still in it. Yeah, absolutely. If you're four and four, you got to still stay positive. I mean, you're in the hunt. You know, I guess the people that are really down in the dumps, the one and sevens and the two and sixes. Maybe you start thinking about next year. But if you're still that three and oh, yeah. three and five and moves. four and four, you can still make the playoffs. Yeah, you got six teams on by this week. Exactly. There's a lot of things going on. Absolutely. We're going to touch on those bye week uh, bandits here in a minute. My leagues, three, three, uh, three leagues I'm in, two in Hickory, one in Raleigh. Won the Raleigh league by .08 tenths. So you were on the other end right. of the losing where you I that won. that guy just I, smiling. Exactly. Woke up with a big smile on my face. Seven and one in that league seven and one in the other league hickory six and two i get another big win defeat my friend tucker hines rather easily uh by around 60 points <laughs> Sorry, but uh, six and two but then in the other hickory league that addison addison just referred to i'm four and four but still in the playoff hunt Still in the hunt. yeah so and looking forward to a good week i guess this is week nine ahead of us and as nine. you mentioned before bye weeks who's got the bye week blues this week Let's start first, Atlanta. So, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Julio, if you start Roddy, Roddy yeah. you know, boom, they're on the bench. Who are you going to replace him with? Buffalo. Really, the only person there is Sammy Watkins, who's been on a tear of recent, right. of, of, you know, recently. No one else really talks Yeah, C.J. Spiller and Fred Jackson both banged up, so that really doesn't hurt you too much. The Chicago offense with with the bye, no Cutler, no Alshon, no Brandon Marshall, no Forte, Forte's who's been, been balling, yeah, you know? Forte's an unbelievable. Um, Detroit, next on the bye week blue list. So Calvin Megatron has already been injured the last couple of weeks. So one more week of rest. He's coming back, we hope. Golden the following Tate's week. been murdering him. Oh, Golden Tate, wow, been playing so great. And Matt Stafford, you probably, if you drafted him, you've been He's starting him. Top 15. Guys. He needs Calvin. That's you know, right. he needs Calvin. Uh, Green Bay, this might be the biggest bye week of them all because this offense has been Cobb, slaying them. Jordy. Jordy. Lacey. Cobb. Yeah, Cobb's you know, been killing Cobb, great. And plus, you got Rodgers. You know, he, he needed it. He hurt that hamstring a little bit. So, yes. this is a good week for him to be off. And I don't even know if we need to mention the last bye week Blues candidate here. It's the Tennessee um, Titans. Yikes. That's the team still? Yeah, barely. <laughs> Who? Oh, Bishop Sankey. Bishop Sankey, he ain't doing much. Oh, and they started the rookie. Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker has tied in. He's been all right for him. He has. He's put a solid top ten tight end numbers. Yeah, yeah. And they have the new quarterback, Zach Mettenberg, played at LSU last year. He started for Tennessee last week. He's got the size. He doesn't really have the smarts yet, it seems like. He makes some bad <laughs> so decisions, he's like but Addison. he is a, Exactly. <laughs> Except Addison doesn't have the size tall, just wide. You know, Addison right. real wide. He'd be more of a lineman yes. or a beer drinker. Or Absolutely. Something like Absolutely. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, those are bi week blues candidates. If you've got any of those teams, remember to put them on the bench and you substitute them with uh, whoever is on your bench or maybe even some of these waiver wire wonders we're going to talk about next, John Mark. Here we go. The next segment, Waiver Wire Wonders, will mix in our injury report as well. First, let's start with our injury report. If you saw the Monday night game between the uh, Cowboys and the Redskins, you saw Tony Romo go down in a heap. When you first saw it, what, what were you thinking? You know, when Tony Romo goes down, he looks like he's in a lot of yeah, pain. I mean, exactly. it looked like he was kind of thinking to himself, what in the heck did I just do to myself? Right. You know, there's two different looks when you're in pain. You're kind of mad when you get injured like Aaron Rodgers was. He was mm-hmm. pissed that his leg hurt. Right. He was kind of in wonder and shock that, like, what is going on He here? was probably scared, too, because he's had surgery on that back twice. Right. And when he felt – like what Tony Romo said in the press conference that evening after the game was the dude – either put a knee or an elbow just in the exact spot mm. where that surgery where he had that surgery and so you know he was probably I, I would be scared out of my mind man am I going to be able to even get up and walk right. uh, walk away from no this doubt. so anyway that's the biggest injury report we've got on our list today it's Tony Rumble for the Dallas Cowboys Jerry Jones just breaking news if you will breaking news breaking news <laughs> uh Jerry Jones commented today that 
Tony Romo's injury, although it's serious, it is definitely not season ending. Right. So, you know, he'll be back. Maybe Wheat, Brandon Wheaton steps in this week for Dallas. But following that, maybe Romo back you know, in a week or two. They didn't even trust him to finish the game. Brandon, well, Brandon Whedon, they would, I think they would have won with Good him. point. What do you, why did they do that? I have no clue. Yeah. Uh, but you know the best thing about it, if they kept him in there, if they lost the game, at least they could have said they lost the game because Romo wasn't in. Exactly. But they brought Romo back, then lost the game. It's on Romo. That's not on Whedon. Right. I know Romo was, uh, you know, Talking with the coaches and the doctors, you could tell, like, let me in. I can go. I right. can go. But I really think he was just – I think in his head, I don't think he was ready to go. He, he looked indecisive when he went back. Right. Just didn't look like he was ready to get the job well, done to last year when they put RG3 back in uh, when they shouldn't have put him back in? He hurt his knee that like that. Yes, If exactly. he had gotten really injured in that game, they would have burnt that whole team. They yes. would have burnt anybody who put him back in. That was the worst decision ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's really on my injury report, John Mark, the main name. Do you have any other guys that stand out that got injured last week that might have a chance to play this week? You mentioned the Aaron Rodgers out with the hammy, but – He's got a buy anyway. He finished the game. I'm not really concerned with that injury too much. I basically think that's what we've got injury report. Except, yeah, you know, not people remain uns- unless we're missing one. I'll yeah, we're missing one. I think everybody remained for the most part unscathed. Um, this will lead us to our waiver wire wonder segment. Now, let's talk about the guys who might who had great weeks last week or the last couple weeks who might be on your waiver wires that you could pick up to slide right in for the guys on the buy this week. First on my list, and I'm going to have you rank them here in a, me- a minute, John Mark. But Dante Moncrief. All right, this is the rookie. Well, wide receiver in Indianapolis with Reggie Wayne on the sideline battling his injury. And who knows, his injury might be a lot worse than the coaches are saying. They say it's an elbow, but they, they've given really no timetable for him to return. This Dante Moncrief has slid right in here and been explosive. On the other side of T.Y. Hilton, you know the Colts like to throw. Andrew Luck throwing the ball all, all over the place. Dante, Mon- Dante Moncrief might be a dude to keep your eye on. Yeah, I think he's uh, going to be looking good. It all depends on when Reggie Wayne comes back. Right. Now, I guess I get it. they expected Hakeem Nix maybe to fill a little void there. And it's not and happening. he is dead. He's he dead. no pulse on him. Absolutely. He is gone. You know, I'm a Tar Heel guy, but um, he probably cheated in some of those classes as well. <laughs> so, go ahead and take it down from him as well, man. But, uh, anyways, I think Moncrief, uh, he showed up that game, but – do what, I mean, with the bye weeks, he might be worth to put in for a game if Reggie Wayne's gone. But other than that, I think he might just be a one-week wonder. Check out Brandon LaFell now, New England Patriots, also on our waiver wire wonder sheet here. Brandon LaFell, the last three weeks, Brady has been looking for this cat. He's the old Carolina Panther who really got not no love in Charlotte. Um, I really thought they should have kept him. I mean, they had no wide receivers. Right. Keep Brandon LaFell. He's got a great skill set. Just give him an opportunity to make plays. Well, in New England, they're giving him a chance to make plays. Brandon LaFell, where do you put him on your waiver wire list this week? To tell you the truth, I would be surprised if he's on a waiver wire. I mean, I thought he would have been picked up on everybody's league by now. He's in on one of my leagues still available. Is he really? He sure yeah, is. I, I would pick him up in a heartbeat. I mean, he's uh, – I guess he's been scoring over 10 points a week for the past couple of weeks, right? Had 100 yards receiving last week and a touchdown. The previous two weeks before then, he scored touchdowns. So, yeah, he's on a minor tear, if you will. And Tom Brady, you know, he needs weapons, and he it looks sure. like he's found one with uh, it's be a Brandon LaFell. on uh, sat, sat Sunday with uh, Denver. So Absolutely. He's got over three over 20-point games. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, there's not too many people you can even say that about. Exactly. He's definitely a pickup. Staying in, staying in New England, there's also a, a new running back in the mix for New England. His last name is Gray. I want to say it's Justin. Does that sound right? Yeah. Something Gerard, like that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Jay Gray. Jay Gray. We'll, we'll call, call him Jay Gray. Jay Gray. The New England Gray Patriots Cray. running back. You know, John Mark, is it worth having a New England Patriots running back in your on your team. I've got Vereen now, and I like to shoot Belichick because he yeah. is just annoying to watch. Vereen might be good next week or this week, and then the next week he is awful. So yes. the the constants that's going to be on that team is Gronkowski, Gronkowski, and probably Gronkowski. That's right, and Brady, and, yeah, and Brady. Brady. But yeah. going forward, I mean, now that Gronkowski's healthy and he knows that he's going to get his looks, but um, you know, Vereen might go off for you know eighty yards this week, but Gray was getting the yards on the on the ground, and Vereen was getting the passes. So yeah. uh, you never know what's going on in Belichick's head. So. so the best word of advice to our listeners, if it's a if New England running to. back, 
keep him on your bench unless you have to. If you, you know? have to, grab him. He might give you 80 yards. He might give you two touchdowns. You just don't know. Tell me, out of the three running backs, Gray, Vereen, and James White, because Ridley's out for the year, Right. if you have those three, who would you're starting if you have to play somebody in a flex? I'd still play Vereen. Vereen, no doubt. Right. right now. I, I, mean, I agree. He's still going to get his catches, and right. he can go off for big yards when he does that. Absolutely. Um Staying right here with the waiver wire wonders to you, Charlotte fans. Good news, I guess. D'Angelo Williams says he will return oh, this week that's and play. Excitement with his pink hair. <laughs> Thursday night game against the Saints. His pink hair flowing in the wind. But you've got Jonathan Stewart now there too. Has had a good. I think last week at least a good game. So D'Angelo comes. Does he get the role right back or Jay Stu? Maybe the two headed monster. How are they going to work that out there? If I was them, I'd sit his tail right back on the bench and trade him. I mean, I am tired of this duo. Yeah. You know, one person needs the, the main reps to go off. I mean, they need to get the ball, get the feel for the game. I mean, they're trading these two in and out where none of them are getting the feel for the game, and they both stink. So uh, Fantasy-wise. Yeah, Fantasy-wise, you can't start either exactly. of them. Exactly. But what would you do if you had to? D. Williams or Jonathan Stewart? I'm rolling Thursday Stewart night right game. now. Me too. I mean, he's he's been doing well. He has. And 80 yards last the week. Course, and you don't want to put in Williams full-fledged right off the first week. So exactly. He'll get his runs, maybe a third down back or something. But I think the meat goes to uh, Jay Stu. Yep, I'm with you there. Other big news. Um, Coming across the wire here, Michael Vick now named the starter as the Jets quarterback. Geno Smith experiment. It looks like it's now over. Thank God. <laughs> he throws three passes in the first quarter, and they're all th- they're three interceptions. That's crazy. I mean, you know, at the beginning uh, of the season, he claimed he was the best quarterback in the league, right? Which means basically the world, right? Exactly. That guy's out of his mind. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the Jets. Off season, they're looking for another quarterback, so maybe it's Jameis Winston. I don't know who the next Jet, the Jets quarterback is going to be, but it will not be Geno Smith. I guess not. Yeah, I mean he's he's gone. So other things, the whole this team's is, going to be gone. I mean yeah. they're going to get rid of the coach, the, coach, the whole the whole it's nine. Gone. Other interesting tidbits of info. I heard this today, John Mark RG three saying a possibility. He's going to try to play this week. Why? Now, why exactly? <laughs> Colt McCoy coming off the big win. You know, Colt wasn't played good. He played great. He was not overly impressive, but good enough to get he the won. win. Yeah. Why does RG three need to rush back? Why does he? He's not losing the yes, job. Yes, exactly. Not it's your the cousins, job. Right. not to McCoy. Yeah. It's your job to keep stop to heal up, man. Relax. Exactly. Get healthy. Get fully healthy. Right. Then come back and be the explosive quarterback that you come were back, two years. Get ago. healthy, then get injured again. That's what's going to happen anyway. <laughs> Very true. Also, Darren Sproles says he will come back and play this week for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's been out the last. Three weeks, I believe, with an injury. Also, Calvin Johnson, as we mentioned, sitting out this week on a bye, but going to be ready to go week 10. And A.J. Green, he's been banged up the last he's few weeks. Come back. He's He's been practicing all week, right? Right. So I think the Cincinnati Bengals, they need him. They need right. him desperately. I think he'll be back in the I just took him week. off the bench and put him in the starting lineup, and it felt good to see his name on the dang starting roster. Because he's one of those guys you know he's going to get you 100 basic yards. 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. He's going to get it to you every week. Oh, and it, I it, miss it. It does feel good when you know you've got that in your starting well, you lineup. You're second pick, man. You know, that's, that's a big thing right there, not having him. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, buddy, that wraps up waiver wire wonders in our injury report. Let's jump right into it. An old segment that Addison and I used to do back in probably 19, uh, no, 2011, whenever we started this whole podcast. The name of the segment is, You're Dead to Me. <laughs> so what it is, is basically we want to talk about guys that are we drafted and we had really high hopes for and we've held on and held on and held on. Now it's week nine. Do we hold on any longer or do we bury these dudes? Are these dudes dead to us? Here's a list, John Mark. You tell me if you agree. agree. Pierre Wee oui, Wee oui, Garçon drafted him. Round four, he went in most rounds, sometimes rounds three. He has put up zero points last week, four this week. The previous week, he put up maybe three. He did have a big banger in maybe four weeks ago with a touchdown and 100 yards, but the quarterback play has been inconsistent. They seem to be going to Deshaun Jackson. The quarterbacks that have played for Washington been going to Deshaun Jackson. Pierre Garçon is kind of just like an afterthought. Is he dead to you? I wouldn't say dead yet. There's still a pulse. I mean – 
with uh, RG3 maybe coming back. With there you Cole go. With McCoy being a different quarterback right. for him. We don't know where what's going to unfold. So, you know, Deshaun Jackson has been going off for him a little bit lately, uh, which I personally like. But uh, but Deshaun Jackson also injury prone. Injury you know, prone. He could. And, you know, Pierre yeah. Gonson, what, last year he had the most catches in the NFL. That's right. So, I mean. One year removed. He ain't dead yet. I wouldn't yeah. put that on him. There's a pulse going, but uh, I like that. I, you might not start him. Yeah. Every week. Good answer. You got a backup. Good answer. Next on our list, Percy Harvin, now a New York Jet. Last three weeks, production level way, way down. A couple catches, a couple rushes in New York. Does he do better than Seattle? And if not, is it time to cut Percy? Who shot you? Already shot him dead. Oh, he's been dead. Moved to the Jets. It was over for me. Yeah. Who has he got now? Gino, the interception guy. Maybe throwing to him, and then you got Vic. Right. Come on. What a dumb move. Make – Make it work in Seattle for you. You had a you had a chance to go get a dang Super Bowl if you wanted to this year. Right. He sold himself short. Kind man. of a head case, this Percy Harvin. Because he's got all those migraine headaches. Hey, maybe that adds to it. Let me ask you. Let's say Brandon LaFell's on the waiver wire. Percy Harvin's on your bench. You cut Percy Harvin, pick up Brandon LaFell? Oh, no doubt about it's it. A, that's a no-brainer. All day about I mean, you got you – got, uh, Brady throwing to LaFell like crazy, man. It's going to continue. It's very nice. Very nice. Compare Percy Harvin with Vic or Geno throwing to him, then Brady LaFell. You want to have that quarterback. Brady Let's go day. Brady Let's all go. day long. Next up, Michael Floyd. You know, I drafted him in two leagues, fourth round. He was going to be my wide receiver, too. He's really slipped a lot down to basically a flex play. Even He might not even be startable. But is he cuttable? Go ahead. You know, he's not cuttable yet. Carson Palmer's back now. You know, he's going to start moving the ball around, I think, again. I don't think he's dead yet. You might want to sit him on the bench, watch him another week or two, but I think Carson's going to start giving him some looks. Dig it. Three running backs on my you're dead to me list. You rank these on which one you would kill first or not kill yeah. for or bury, whatever it is. So we've got Doug Dexter Martin. up in the house. <laughs> Zach Stacy and Chris. This is Halloween week, right? That's right. Yeah, we can Ooh. talk about a little killing, I guess. Zach Stacy, Doug Martin, and Chris Johnson on the you're dead to me list. Who goes one, two, three? What was the first? Zach, Zach Stacy? Doug Chris. I'd say Chris Ivory. Uh, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, done. See you yeah, later. Gone. You know, he's, he's just awful. And, you know, the schizophrenic dude, God help him. But uh, <laughs> Doug Martin, injury prone. They were talking about trading him. I guess they didn't they trade didn't him. They didn't trade him. Uh, which means he's nobody to anybody. So uh, he's probably second. And then keep Zach Stasem. He's going to come around. back around. He got, if he gets healthy again, right? Yeah, he got 12 carries last week. So he's still right. in the mix. But that backfield is really crowded for the Rams now. And, Oh, another injury, Brian Quick, out for the year. We didn't mention that right. injury report. He's out for the year. So maybe they're going to have to run the ball more. They got sure. nobody to throw it to. Right. So, yeah, maybe Zach Stacy. We're going to keep him around yeah, for a little bit. keep him around. But another one on that, Devonta Freeman, if you – you know, he was one of those ones you were hoping that would come around. Yeah. I mean, if you watched uh, the, the HBO show. Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. I mean, he looked like he was going to be the jam, but they're not even using him. So, right. he's one. You can go ahead and knock him out. Good call. Uh, what about Carlos Hyde, man? How long do you hold on to that guy? I'm holding. Carlos Hyde will be a wild card for me. I'm – San Francisco, they've already – they just got through with their bye. They're ready to start kicking into high gear. Even though I love Frank Gore, he's probably one of my favorite players ever to play. I love this dude's heart. Right. Carlos Hyde got more upside eventually. And uh, Coach Harbaugh, he's proven it. Bench Alex Smith to put Colin Kaepernick in, even though Alex Smith coming off a, the uh, almost a Super Bowl right. run. Yeah. Because he, he puts the scared. best – he'll put the right. best player in at the right spot. Carlos Hyde is better than Frank Gore. Now what about so. Turbin as well? Because, I mean, they're, they're, they're talking about Marshawn Lynch becoming more of a head case throughout the season. They actually – Marshawn Lynch was on the trading block as of yesterday. They were right. trying to so, trade him. No, it didn't happen. But they were ready to put Turbin and this Christian Michelle guy, or Chris, right. Kristen Michelle, whatever the dude's name is, in right Sounds to – Sounds like a right, girl. It does. <laughs> it does. Uh, to replace the, the beast mode. So, anyway, y'all keep your eye on that. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch kind of starting to lose his he's, – he's the starter, solid, but losing a little bit of foothold there. Right. Two more. These are these are the only reason I mentioned these two because these are two big names at the beginning of the year, and now they're slowly starting to dwindle. Julian Edelman and Keenan Allen. Edelman for the Patriots, Allen for the Chargers. Do we still hold on, Hope, or do we let them go? I've held on to Keenan Allen long enough. Uh, not long enough. I'm going to continue. He looked – he's getting the targets. He's, he's starting to get them. He's yep. getting the targets, and uh, Phillip Rivers is going to have to rely on him at some point. 
Uh, hold on to Keenan. Heck, I'm starting him again this week. Uh, I think it's going to be good. Now the other one, Edelman. Edelman. Julian. You know, uh, Edelman's sort of like the running backs for Patriots as well. You never know who they might throw, who's going to go off that game. You know, it could be uh, Edelman this week and um, the other wide receivers don't get much. Yeah. So first, first four weeks of the season, Edelman had 14 targets a game. Right. The last couple, he's had like four. They'll come I back mean, to him. Yeah, exactly. It'll be a cycle there in yeah. New England. All right, John Mark, good job. That ends our You're Dead to Me segment. And uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and thank our sponsor, and we'll be right back with a Fantasy 45. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again to our wonderful sponsor, and thank you again to you, the listener, for bringing the Fantasy Formula podcast into your home and cars every single week. John Mark, you ready to bounce right into the Fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds in fantasy football? Well, here we go. Starting Thursday night, 825 kick, good here, right, good, and... Let me start that one over. Right here in good old North Carolina, Charlotte to be exact, the Carolina Panthers. There it is. Host the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans coming off a big, big win. You watched that game against the Packers last week, John Mark? Yep, that was uh, a a game of two tells right there. The pre-injury to – Rogers. Aaron Rodgers and the after injury. Yeah, and if you didn't watch it, ladies and gentlemen, Drew Brees, wow, 27 for 32, 311 and three touchdowns. Mark Ingram on the ground, 172 and a touchdown. Oh, yeah. That's getting it done. And Brandon Cooks, 94 yards and a touchdown. They are traveling to Carolina where they will play, where those Panthers will play host to the Saints. Last week, not much to talk about offensively for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Cam just ho-hum day. Jonathan Stewart, average 80 yards. The defense played well. The Jonathan defense played well. He dropped another touchdown, yeah, he though. He dropped, dropped a touchdown. touchdown. If he catches that touchdown, they win that game. That's right. Don't you All think? They needed to score one touchdown. One touchdown. That was it. One touchdown. It's going to take more game. than one this, this Thursday, though. Absolutely. It's going to take a lot. And this is what Vegas says. This is how many Vegas thinks. Vegas has the total right now set at 48.5 points. New Orleans Saints as a 2.5-point favorite on Monday when it opened. Carolina Panthers were a two and a half point favorite, so oh, wow. it's flopped four points. Saints two and a half over under forty eight and a half. Who do you like in Carolina this Thursday night? I think the Saints are going to take them away, man. They're kind of looking like the old Saints. Uh, you got Jimmy Graham healthy again, so uh, mm-hmm. I think the Saints are going to come in there and, and really put a lot on the board. Now, you know we beat them last year at home. It was a different team. Was that the rainy game? That was the rainy game. Yeah. That That was probably my favorite game I've ever been to. What an atmosphere. But, uh, you know, Panthers have to fight back. Well, they're both three and four right now. It's a huge divisional game. Right now. This is the two top of the division at three and four. That's that's how crappy the South is. (laughs) No doubt. But, uh, (laughs) you know – I, th- I think the, the Saints will win, but I think the Panthers are going to battle them hard. You think there's a lot of points in this game? For the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my thought on the game. I, I, I agree with you. I'm re- I mean, I'm rooting for Carolina. I really want them to put up a good fight, and I think they will. The Saints, when they play away from home and they travel, especially if it's outside, they don't – their don't offense, like they, they don't play right. like they do They're, when they are at home. Right. I think Carolina can stay in this game. I'm not going to call an outright win. I'm thinking this will be close. It'll be like a field goal game here or there. I'm probably going to lean the Saints, but I think it stays under the total. I really do. Two and a half. I I think. Well, I just think under the forty-eight and a half the total. total. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think Carolina's defense will slow that Saints offense down, especially with them being on the road. It's going to be a great game. Thursday night, eight twenty-five. What are we doing? Who's having the party around here anyway? I'm scared to throw the party. I'm having the party Friday night. <laughs> That's right. We go back-to-back. Back. You've done that before. <laughs> uh, we're taking the Saints minus the two-and-a-half and to stay under the total, 48-and-a-half. Next up, dude, San Diego Chargers travel to Miami where the l- women are lovely and the wine flows like water. <laughs> I've never been there, but I guess that's what they say, I mean, right? That's what, that's what I dream about. <laughs> exactly. Wine flowing like water. I don't know why we're not there. 
<laughs> no doubt. Right now, Vegas has this number. San Diego opened as a point favorite. It has been bet on the other way. Now, Miami is a point and a half favorite. The total was 44. Last week, the Chargers lost to the Broncos. Phillip had an a ho-hum day, 252. He still had three touchdowns. Their rushing attack didn't get, did, get, didn't get going. Brandon Oliver, only 36 yards. Keenan Allen, as we referred to earlier, nine for 73 and a touchdown. Can these San Diego Chargers travel to Miami and get the job done? How is Miami favored in this game? They're playing at home, okay? Is that, I mean, That's, home advantage isn't that big. They say Miami. it's three points. They say it's about a three-point. Dolphins, Dolphins are four and three. Tannehill's playing pretty good. Let's look at some numbers from last week. Dolphins beat the Jags 27-13. Lamar, okay, they got a ground game going. They got Lamar Miller on the ground, He's 78 yards. Well. He's playing well. Mike Wallace has their deep threat. They haven't. He, been, they didn't even toss in the bar, ball no, hardly last week. He only caught two balls, but he's still out there. I think oh, the big good, thing yeah. is their defense. I think their defense is playing better. He's you know, strong. Yeah, yeah. Who you liking this? San Diego. I, I like San Diego. I, I think they're going to win the game. Many but, fantasy you know, I points think, here. I, I think that uh, Mike Wallace are going to give him the ball this week. Yeah. Um, so look out for him to go off. Uh, but Brandon Oliver, I think he's going to have his bounce back week. Yeah. You know, he knows Ryan Matthews is coming back. He needs right to around the corner. He's the guy. That's exactly and right. That's money in his pocket if, you know, losing if he doesn't. Yeah. So, uh, and then also you got uh, Keenan Allen. Yeah. I think he's going to get another touchdown on big, big, big yards this week. He's starting to get targeted more by Phillips, so hopefully Keenan Allen will continue his uh, pace. A touchdown a game would be great because I own him in a couple leagues too. I'd love to, love to see that. I'm going to go the other way, though. I think Miami gets this job done at home. They play well at home. San Diego travels across the country. They've had back-to-back road games. Denver last week got to travel all the way to Miami this week. Going to be a little tired. I'm going to say Miami gets it done. Miami by a field goal. And I say this one goes over the total 44. I like Wallace with the touchdown, Keenan with the touchdown, and Oliver on the ground for maybe a touchdown. Lamar Miller, look for him 100-plus yards. Big, big game on the ground. Let's go Miami, minus the two, over the 44-and-a-half. Next up, we talked about this earlier, Cincinnati Bengals hosting Jacksonville Jaguars. We're looking for A.J. Green this week. If A.J. Green comes to town and suits up for Cincinnati, guess what? They're only a 13-and-a-half point favorite. Good <laughs> Lord. A.J. Green better catch a couple touchdowns to cover That's that right. number. Last week for Jacksonville, they lost to the Dolphins, as we mentioned. Blake Bortles, 18 for 34, 221 in a touchdown. Denard Robinson, who we mentioned a couple weeks ago on our waiver Wire Wonder segment, two games back-to-back. 100 yards plus. Um, on receiving in, Allen Robinson, 5 for 82 and a touchdown. These Jaguars traveling to Cincinnati. Cincinnati beat the Ravens 27-24 at home. Andy Dalton, 266, no touchdowns but rush for one. Gio Bernard on the ground, 45 yards and a touchdown. And Mohamed Sanu replacing A.J. Green, 125 yards. Cincinnati, they need this win to keep up with Pittsburgh and Baltimore, do they do it at home? Minus the 13-and-a-half, total 43-and-a-half. Now, is Bernard playing? He's he dinged. Yeah, he's dinged up, but he is not showing up on any report here. So, no report? Yeah. I mean, I think with Bernard playing, uh, I mean, obviously Cincinnati's going to win this. Uh, the spread, I don't know. I yeah, mean, that's a uh, lot. I think both the Robinsons are going to go off pretty well for uh, Jacksonville again. Yeah. Because, you know, Cincinnati's defense has kind of been suspect. You know, beginning of the year it was great. Yeah. And they started losing some games, and I don't know what they did. But uh, Denard so, Robinson, to you, do you think that's a strong enough for a flex play? I mean, will you put him in as flex? You know, he's available in one of my leagues now. Yeah. So, I mean. Especially for these bi- with all these bye weeks. Right. Might be a good fill-in. Would you drop a Ryan Matthews uh, on your waiver wire for or on your bench for I, Denard Robinson? Man, that's a great question. You know, I've got Matthews. I've held on to him this long. He's going to be back in a week, they say, week to two weeks. I'm going to hold on. Yeah. yeah I'm going to hold I'd find maybe I, – I would like to have Denard Robinson on my team, but I'm not going to drop Matthews for him. Right, because I got four set, and then I got um, Gore this week as well. Yeah. So, As your starters? I mean, you yeah. can't put Denard Robinson over those two. No, probably not. Well, probably anyways, not. yeah, I got Bengals winning at home. Yeah, I like it too. Here's my uh, synopsis. If A.J. Green plays, Cincinnati covers. If A.J. Green does not play, Cincinnati will not cover but win. I'm going to stay. I'm saying A.J. Green plays, so Cincinnati minus the 13.5, and, and I'm going to go over the total 43.5. I think Blake Bortles has a pretty good game against this Cincinnati secondary. What do you do with uh, Sanu if uh, A.J. Green does or doesn't play? With all the teams on by, I think Sanu is he's gonna gonna be a, he's going to get his. It's like starting a Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffries. Exactly. Very good, very good uh, analogy there to those two. Plus, because think about your you, – with all the people on by, you know that one of your starters is probably not playing this week. Sanu – 
pop him right in there. Right. He can, he can play as your flex. Over uh, Mike Wallace? That would be <laughs> – watch your injury report. See if A.J. plays. If A.J.'s not playing, definitely Sanu. Right. Definitely Sanu. If not, you know, it's 50-50. I'm just trying to pick your brain on how hey, to play my team. You I dig know what it, I'm saying, I, Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, next up, here we go. Toilet Bowl of the year or of the week, week nine, Tampa Bay at Cleveland. Last week for the Cleveland Browns, they win a 23-13 decision against the Raiders. Hoyer finally gets gets it kind of going again. 275 and a touchdown. Ben Tate on the ground, a slow day. 26 yards and one touchdown. And Andre Hawkins, the number one receiver there in Cleveland these days. Seven for 88 and a touchdown. Big news out of here. Jordan Cameron, the tight end sensation last year, suffers his third concussion in two years. Or maybe it's two seasons or something. Anyway, e, you probably drafted Jordan early. As a tight end. He had that one big game. One big game. And that and was it. Yeah, so, man, Hoyer really doesn't have any other weapons there at all. I mean, they really need Josh Gordon in a Waiting bad way. Flash Gordon. Yeah, he's just how many weeks away? I think he's coming oh. week 12 or something. Week 10. Yeah, I think 12. Yeah, 12, I believe. So, anyway, uh, Cleveland playing host to those Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks just suck, dude. <laughs> let, let me just look they're at They're only two games back. In the <laughs> That's so sad. Oh, my God. What if they came back and won that division? You know, oh it's my not Lord. Mike Glennon's got the, got the ball, and I think Vincent Jackson's going to have a big week, man. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to go off, and uh, they're going to give him the ball. I mean, is Cleveland, Cleveland's defense that great this year? They're okay, but, yeah, not tremendous. Not I mean, tremendous. Is, I guess Bobby Rainey's getting the start. Is that – well, Doug Martin's banged up, so I guess Rainey will be yeah, – he'll he'll get the starting and nod if Martin had, can't uh, go. He's good games every once in a while, yeah. uh, you know. So, uh, I think Cleveland's going to win this game. But watch out if Hoyer starts messing up. Maybe Manziel time. Woo! Just one bad game for Hoyer until Manziel talk well, I mean, creeps up. they've lost a couple, but, you know, he's not going to be the guy – it's almost Manziel time. <laughs> it's not going to be Manziel time until the Brampton, in my opinion, until the Browns lose a couple in a row and Hoyer puts up some really bad stinkers. Right. Then it's Manziel time. Right. You know, right now Vegas has this number set at Browns minus six and a half. Totals forty three and a half. I think the Browns get it done at home. I'm going to take the Browns. Min- I'll say, I say they win by ten, but this thing stays under the total. Brown Cleveland twenty, Tampa Bay ten. I like that. Next up, dude. Now, this is, a, this is a game I have a big question mark on. All right, it's the Washington Redskins versus the Minnesota Vikings. The reason I have this big question mark is because it says RJ3 listed as questionable. We talked about it earlier, right? They don't, Vegas doesn't even have a line for it. They're not even putting a line on it because RG3 is questionable to return to play. If he does, does Washington get on a roll, John Mark? And furthermore, fantasy-wise, do you get RG3? Because he's probably been cut. Do you go grab this dude now and prepare – for it as if he's getting ready to come back to play. Do you grab him off the waiver wire, you're yes. asking? Because he's on two of my waiver wires. You know, I wouldn't grab him personally. I mean, he's he's not proven anything in two seasons. I mean, all, the only thing he proves is that he gets injured. Yes. So I wouldn't p- pull him up. But uh, if I was him, I'd sit the bench another week and get healthy, let McCoy do his thing. And, uh, you know – he, he played good. He beat Dallas. Yeah. I mean, Dallas was ready to crap the pot. So, yeah, I think he'll be all right. But I sit sit, sit down for another week. Yeah. That's what I say. Uh, must starts to this game, definitely the Jared McKinnon cat, the running back from Minnesota, been playing fantastic out of the backfield, getting a lion's share of the carries. So let me look at his line from last week real quick. Uh, 16 rushes for 83 yards, and he caught a couple balls into the backfield too. And Corderell Patterson finally starting to show up. Bridgewater. You know, solid as their quarterback now. Maybe Corderell Patterson feeling more comfortable. He was targeted 10 times, six receptions for 86. Here's my thought on this game. Washington, huge win. Huge win on Monday. They come back down to earth, got to travel. Colt McCoy, you know, maybe not. Ha- he won't have the game he did against Dallas. I like Minnesota to win this game, and I agree with you. RG3, I don't think he'll play. I'm sure the coaches are smarter than to throw him right into the right. fire after he's not completely healthy. So I'm going to take Minnesota in this game. I don't know what the number is, but take Minnesota to win. And I would say this one kind of stays under the total. If the total was 44, I say there's about 37 points in this game. So a low-scoring affair in Minnesota. I do like Minnesota's defense, though. If you got them, 
start them. Minnesota's defense. Yeah. yeah, they scored last week, too. They did real well. So, let's take Minnesota and under the total. Yeah, so it was Minnesota on ESPN at minus 2.5, over-under is 44.5. Okay, very good. So, Minnesota, let's, I like it. Let's lean Minnesota and under the total. There it is. You called it. You're Vegas. Hey, baby. Vegas Junior up here in Hickory, <laughs> North Carolina. Uh, next game, we're traveling to Houston. Tech. The Houston Texans take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Houston with an Arian Foster. Arian Foster is playing great. He might be the best running back in the league right now, I fantasy mean, wise. Huge he, numbers. He fell to like second, third rounds in our league. Dude, I got him in the second round. It was crazy. It's crazy. awesome. So he's been doing great. I think he's going to continue to do great. He's one of the reasons I lost my game this past week. But Eagles defense, I mean, they somehow get takeaways. I mean, they're they kind of like, a, mm-hmm. you know, they'll let people put up points against them, but they get some turnovers. So. Um, look out for that. Fitzpatrick's going to throw a couple picks, I think. Always. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, watch out for him getting some more touches. That's the guy that I like in you this know, game. He was, a, he was one of those ones you kind of wonder when he's going to bust, but it doesn't look like he is. He's I mean, coming on now, buddy. He, he's he is coming looks, on. So. Last week, check out his line. He was five receptions, ten targets for 95 yards. Right. And that's solid. I'm ready for the Eagles to not wait forever to get some points on the board. It's kind of been getting frustrating mm-hmm. uh, for them. The first half is just always so slow, and they're trying to uh, stack it up in the second. But McCoy needs to get on track. You know, with Sproles coming back, who knows if you know he had his couple weeks to get some points, and he didn't really pull it off. So right. uh, they're going to give Sproles his touches, and he'll probably steal McCoy's touchdowns. So uh, watch out for that. Jeremy Macklin probably going to have another big day. What a game he had last week. I'm telling you, Macklin, is by the end of the fantasy football season, the dude will be a top seven receiver, I think. I believe I it. mean, Foles looks to him. It seemed, I bet he was targeted 14 times in that game. Oh, yeah. It seemed like he was throwing his way all the time. Question for you. If you, you're a LaShawn McCoy owner right now, yeah, you've been yeah. a little frustrated, or actually probably real frustrated. A little frustrated. Calvin Johnson, if the trade was offered you, Calvin Johnson, to give up LaShawn McCoy, would you make that deal right now? I don't have the backup Running backs for that. Okay. But if I did, yes. You would do it? Most def. Yeah. Okay. I think – because right now I think their value is about – with Calvin Johnson being a little banged up, McCoy not doing what he did last year, I think it's kind of even. I think so Calvin I think that's a fair owners trade. have more confidence that he's going to come back and do something than McCoy owners. That's, yeah, that's a very good point. Especially with Sproles in the house. I mean, Sproles has really hurt McCoy's everything. Yeah. But, you know, their line has really been the worst. Right. Right now, Vegas has the number set. Philadelphia is a two-point favorite on the road, the total 48-and-a-half. If I had any money, if I were to bet, I'd probably take Philadelphia on the road in this game. I think their offense can score more than Houston, and I like the over. This one could be a shootout. You know, sure. This one definitely could be a shootout. So I'm going to lean Philadelphia minus the two and over the total 48-and-a-half. Next up, we're going to travel to Kansas City where those Kansas City Chiefs Playing good football. Playing good football, as are the baseball team. Yes, the they Kansas are. City World, World Series Game Seven. Excitement. Wow, excitement everywhere. Plus, the San Francisco on the other side, the San Francisco Giants, one of the best pitchers in the world these days, Madison Bumgarner, right up the street, right ten miles down the road. He's got farms and cows right up the road. Yeah, dude. So this is a big. You're gonna watch tonight. He probably makes that laughing cow stuff. You never know. You never know. You going to watch it tonight, <laughs> oh, you think? I'm watching tonight for sure. I, yeah. I, it's tough to stay up for these games. They run so late, man. I'll probably pass out around seventh inning and wake yeah. up for the celebration. Yeah, this one I think is going to be so good you might not go to sleep. I think this one's not going to be a blowout. This is going to be a right. tight. Four to three, you think? Yeah, four three-ish. Three two ish should I, be great. I got the Kansas City Royals winning. I'm gonna take San Francisco Giants. You want better beer on that one? Let's do that. Got them. All right, this game. Let's get back to football now. The Jets traveling to KC. Jets reeling. We've already talked about their their problems. It's everywhere. I mean, it's in the front office and the offensive line. It's in the defensive line. It's in the backfield. They they stink. There's probably some divorces about to happen in this <laughs> thing, team. You know? Yeah, it's it's really hideous. Traveling to Kansas City. Kansas City right now. Ooh, opened up as a seven-point favorite. Now they're all the way up to a 10-point favorite. Total's 41. Tell me what you think, and then I'm going to give you my, my, my synopsis for this game. Go ahead, John Martin. Well, I think Jamal Charles is starting to get in his stride. Yes, playing well. Um, I wish I drafted him rather than McCoy. But, uh, you know, I think that he's going to get his. 
Travis Kelsey needs to start getting his again. They, it doesn't seem like they're targeting him as much as they used to. You, I checked this stat out. He's been only in for 34% of the plays. That's crazy. Why? I mean, he's the man. Exactly. He but was they have scoring a, every week for a couple I weeks know. in a row. They've, they've kept the tight end that blocks. I can't remember his name. It's more of a blocking tight end right. in, I guess, for Jamal Charles to run more. Right. Which makes sense. But they still. know what their bread and butter is. Exactly. So, uh, Alex Smith's been a nice little pickup, really. I mean, last season and this season. So, if you got one of your quarterbacks sitting on the bench, he might be a good pickup playing against New, Jer- uh, New York Jets. Yep. Being that, you know, they were supposed to be good in the secondary, they're getting beat. Terrible. Every which way. So, I don't think the Jets are going to show up at all. But, you know, Vic, who knows? Watch him go for four touchdowns. I mean, exactly. Who knows, man? I mean, this guess is going to be his second life right. to, you know, say who's going to get me on their team next year. I'm not going to say that he's the answer, but this is what I think they would do with him in the, in the lineup. Instead of – Gino was throwing the ball. I mean, he threw the ball a lot. I think they run the ball more now. So, Vic, maybe he right. runs the ball. But Chris, Chris Ivory, Ivory, if you got Chris Ivory, you got to be smiling ear to ear. I'm right. telling you, he has been playing well anyway. Now, with his new offense, with Vic running the show – more Chris Ivory. Right. Chris Johnson's dead. Right. Chris Ivory's the man. So now, Percy Harvin was also targeted nine, nine there times you go. this week, right? Maybe so, Percy gets in the offense. Maybe I said he's sweeps. dead, but, you know, yeah. maybe we'll some jet see what he can do. Stuff, you know, you know they, they need to start utilizing him also, yeah, in the jet sweeps and, and the end rounds and sure. things like that. So, my upset of the weekend. Oh, wow. He's going to do it? The Jets will not win, but they will cover this number. <laughs> they will cover this number. They're on the road. They're catching 10. I like the Jets. My block of the week, Jets plus the 10. They get it done in KC. Good luck on that one, Thank buddy. I'm going to do the bell, do the bell one more time. How, how much are you going to put on that game compared know. to your other bets? How much you got? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's going to be tight. But anyway, that's, that's the lock of the week. Lock and load, ladies and gentlemen. Lock and load. <laughs> Next up, we'll travel to Big D where the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Dallas in dire need of a win after that loss Monday night. We already heard Tony Rombo questionable. I've just seen some breaking news. Now it says he's probable. I don't know what they're going to do. I guess he's going to play. So, wow, that's good for Dallas fans and good for Tony Romo. Maybe, Maybe good for Arizona, though. You know, right. Tony Romo, not mobile, can't get around in the pocket. He likes to throw picks. Sure. We know he likes to throw picks, oh, yeah. and Arizona likes to pick. So, anyway, Dallas right now, four-point favorite, total 48. Uh, we love DeMarco Murray, right? Oh, he's We every, love DeMarco Murray. He's, he's pulling over 20 points every week no matter what he, what he does. Even yeah. if there's no touchdowns, he's still getting you 136 yards. You start Romo in this game if you got him? I'd probably search to see if Roethlisberger's on that wire or somebody like that. Yep. But, uh, no, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. But, you know, I think Des Bryant will still get his no matter who's in the game. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Cardinals' secondary is pretty good. I mean, they're playing probably some of the best football in the NFC. So, um, they actually have the the best. Two two leaders? Yeah, they actually have the best record. Yeah, so it's the two two best teams in the NFC going head-to-head. So, uh, I think Cardinals take this game, man. I think wow. uh, Carson Palmer's playing well. I think Larry Fitzgerald goes off again. And uh, Dallas loses two in a row. And, and let let the people on the radio really let start hating. Oh, absolutely. Dallas fans are ready for it. I mean, they're used to this. That's true. I like what you're saying there. The only thing I'm thinking, Dallas at home, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I was going to say yeah, Dallas going to do it at home. home. I know. But Arizona playing great. I'm going to take Arizona, too. Let's go Arizona plus the four. This total's 48. It's kind of high. You see a lot of points in this one? Yeah, I think it'll be a shootout. Yeah, let's go over the total, 48 as well. Uh, next up, San Francisco coming off their bye. Play host to St. Louis Rams. San Francisco right now a 10-point favorite. Started at 7.5. Been bet all the way up to, up to 10. Uh, probably the reason St. Louis lost their offensive lineman, Jake Long. He's out for the year. And the Brian Quick, which is not a huge factor, but still, the Jake Long thing's a big deal. I mean, right. he was like the anchor. He was an offensive lineman, right? I thought he was defensive. Oh, he was. He's guy. a defensive he's lineman. A defensive yeah, and so he was one of their best defensive players. So now without those two dudes, maybe that might have influenced the line some. Anyway, Vegas has it at 10, the total 44. Is this a no-brainer? I mean, San Fran all, all day long playing at home? It's a no-brainer, but, I mean, the Rams came into Seattle and beat them. You never know. I mean – they play good on the road, I guess, against them, but I guess they had everybody. Yeah. So uh, that makes a difference. 49ers coming off the bye. That's just too much time for a good coach to get his team ready. I think so, too. Uh, it's, you know, the second half of the season for them. It's like, what are we going to do? Let's move. we got to win this thing. He cannot get and, and lose this uh, 
the I guess West. Yes, this is a divisional game for yeah, them. They can't afford any more losses. The West, it's done. I mean, he's he's leaving. Yeah. Coach don't want to be there no more for that. Right. Plus, think about this: Arizona with the best record in in the NFC. San Francisco. I mean, they have to they win. have to win. It's they a, they got to keep pace. Yep. Yeah. So fantasy studs here. Let's look for a little Crabtree. Hopefully, he can get off. I like Vernon Davis if he's healthy to play, and he is healthy. He will start. Um, St. Louis-wise, you can't start really any of those running backs because you don't know which ones it's going to be, and there's no wide receivers there in St. Louis at all. What about Frank Gore? you think he's going to go off? I think he'll have a good game. I think yeah. Frank Gore, maybe 80 yards and a touchdown. So uh, we got San Fran minus the 10 under the 44. I go under on that. Under yeah. the 44. Next up, first four o'clock, the second four o'clock game, and probably the game of the day: the Denver Broncos traveling to New England. Tom, or actually Peyton Manning, said something about this today. Doesn't it seem that Denver? Every time Peyton Manning plays New England, whether it would be with the Colt for the Colts or for Denver, they're always playing in New England. Do you remember a game where he would have played at home against New England? You know, it's just something that Belichick knows how to do. Dude, it's wild. He's they, a cheater, man. They always get Peyton at their house, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, this is maybe those are only the games you remember. Maybe so. Maybe so. This, I think, this is going to be a fantastic game. The New England Patriots offense clicking on all cylinders. Brady coming off a four touchdown game, three touchdown game. Before before that, got some new weapons to throw to. Denver is Denver. Peyton leading the show. Vegas has the number set. Denver, a three-point favorite. The total, 55. That's interesting. When you see 55 points, that means fantasy people start drooling. That means oh, yeah. there's going to be a plethora of production. <laughs> plethora of <laughs> production. Whoa. Woo. On a roll, baby. On a roll. So, Jamar, <laughs> tell me. Who do we start in this game? Just all of them? Everyone you have on the – if they're playing for your team, if they're playing in this game, start them. I mean, you don't know who's going to go off. It could be Shane Vereen's day. But I think both of the tight ends on each team will go off. I think they'll both have big games. Uh, Now, another fact is that Denver's D's playing pretty good. So is New England's. Mm -hmm. But Von Miller's getting to that quarterback like crazy, is he not? Absolutely. So, I mean – Brady's going to be knowing that's coming. So that's going to affect their offense a little bit, I think. You know, Ronnie Hillman's going to go off. I think that uh, Demarius is going to have a huge day. Yes. Uh, Gronkowski and then – Even look for LaFell. I mean, Brady's going to have to throw deep. LaFell's the dude. I mean, every single one of these guys could go off. Yeah. I really – okay, tell me who you think will win this game. I'm just curious. Who do you think is going to win this? I'm – Thinking the Broncos are going to take it still. I, I but, think Denver will know, win this game too. It's, uh, Patriots kind of have his number though. Peyton's number. It's going to be great. This is must see TV. Four twenty five kick. Y'all get in front of your tube. This is going to be a good one. I think it'll also be a shootout. That fifty five. They ain't going to be a hold that under like sixty five. So look for a ton of points in this game. Put it's going some to money be money on the over. Going to be fun to watch. Three more to go, John Mark. Next game, Oakland at Seattle. Seattle reeling. Guess what you – if you were to guess what the line would be – because Oakland is – they haven't won a game, right? Aren't they? No, they they're, they're over. Seattle got to have a win. Playing at home, 12th man, all that jazz. Loud is going to be fantastic for Seattle fans. What do you think the number is? If you were to guess. Don't look at your cheat sheet. Well, I've kind of already looked, so it's tough to guess. <laughs> But I'll Belichick it, and I'll tell it a minus 13. Yeah, you know, it opened at 16. I see it now. It's coming in at 15. What is the final count on your thing, say? It's 15 on here, and then uh, over under 43 and a half. Yep, 43 and a half. So, anyway, Oakland have a shot? No. No. Uh, I mean, Seattle's not playing great yeah. by any means, but being coming back home, what, did they have two road games in a row? Yes. Uh, this is going to be big for them to get back home on on, on track. Uh, look out for Marshawn Lynch going big. Uh, is McFadden going to do anything on the McFadden road? actually had a pretty good game. He's had a pretty good game the last two weeks. They've been He's been catching balls and rushing, probably getting about 15 carries and maybe six targets on the receiving end. So McFadden could be a good flex play with all the buys that are happening. Also, I really like this Doug Baldwin as a, in a PPR league. Russell got to have somebody looks, to throw to. Yeah. He's getting targets. So, uh, hopefully that will continue. more than they did last year. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And it, if you can, if you got Russell Wilson and it's a decision between Russell and let's say you got Ben Roethlisberger. Russell's going to pull a lot of points. Russell's going to put up a – he's going to have a field And day. I'm playing against him, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to lean – you know, this is, this is just too many points to call. I would say over two touchdowns, take Oakland in the points, but – under, eh, under, under the under, total for yeah. sure. Under the total, 43 and a half. That's our bet on this one. 
Next up, two more. Pittsburgh playing host to the Baltimore Ravens. This is an AFC divisional game. Both teams playing playing better than they did Both at the beginning five of the year. Both five and three. So a monster game. This is the 830 Sunday night game. Vegas has the number at a pick'em. Yes, you heard me. A pick'em in Pittsburgh's house. Ben Roethlisberger coming off a career game. Six touchdowns. Was it 500 plus yards? Yeah, uh, I think it was actually 600, no? Oh, was it? No, really? it was 500. Yeah, it was 500 plus. Six touchdowns, 500. Something. That's what it was. What a what a performance it was. Baltimore Ravens put up a good show against Cincinnati, but couldn't couldn't get it quite done. This is who I like for Pittsburgh. I, I, I don't think I start Big Ben. If I've got him in between him and, let's say, it's Kaepernick or him or Romo or him or Carson Palmer even, I think I bench Ben, which is hard to say after he just did that. But I think Baltimore's defense – they always have his number. Like those games, always seem to be low-scoring slugfest. They are, oh, you know. Yeah. It's a more of a defensive game. Yes. Uh, and last time they played, they've already played once this season. They held Big Ben to seven points. Wow. So now that was when they weren't clicking. Yes, you right. know, now they're clicking. I mean, they've got they're they're an offense. You know, like a Patriots or a Broncos, the way they're getting points around. I mean, everybody's scoring. So, Tony Brown, you got Le'Veon Bell. I mean, they're all hitting big. So, Tony Brown might be one of the best in the whole league. Dude. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But, Absolute uh, pro bowler and probably first team, you know. I mean, dude's incredible. Playing if so I was great. have to do a pick em, I'd probably pick, pick Pittsburgh this week. Uh, uh, Baltimore's playing good and I actually thought they should have won last week because that they, pass right. interference with all that Steve Smith was ridiculous. Sure was. Uh, and I'm surprised he didn't fight that a little bit harder because they kind of were just like, whatever. Right. But um, anyways, yeah, I, I picked them and I'd go over the – I'd go under the total yeah. on that. I'm with you there, dude. I'm Pittsburgh at home and under the total. Look for this new guy as a wide receiver, a new player. He's a, uh, a rookie. Martavius Bryant, yeah. Big Ben looking – he's tall, he's fast. Um, you know, I always thought this Marcus Wheaton. Wheaton was supposed to be the man. He's kind of gone to the he side. Had a of the, as well last he did, week. but he didn't get as many targets. Right. I mean, this Bryant dude was getting all kinds of targets. So you got Antonio Brown on one side, Martavius Bryant, Le- Le'Veon Bell running the ball great for the Steelers. On the other side, Baltimore. Torrey Smith always seems to have Pittsburgh's number. I don't know what it is. So look for maybe a long ball to Torrey Smith. Steve Smith, you Steve Smith Senior, you're probably going to start if you got him. Yeah, you, I mean, he's been great this season. Yeah, he's been, been playing well. So anyway. Going to be a great game in Pittsburgh. Let's go Pittsburgh and under the total. And last but not least, the Monday night finale. Indianapolis Colts playing the New York Giants in big NYC. Rashad Jennings, still doubtful, so probably not going to be playing in this game. But when he gets back, the Giants offense, I mean, they've been playing pretty good ball, but they've been lacking that run game. When Rashad Jen- Jennings gets back from that injury, look for them to really take off. Right now, Vegas got the Colts favored as a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, total 51. This is a lot of points here, John Martin. You see a lot of fantasy points as well? I think I do. I mean, Colts just had how many 50-some points, six touchdowns thrown against them? 51 points, six and touchdowns. they were playing pretty good D before that. So, they, were, they shut out know, the Bengals the week before. Yeah. And no so, rhyme or reason. You know – Pittsburgh has has uh, shown people what they can do to them, and I think hopefully the Giants take advantage of that and look at the same films. But uh, I still think the Colts win it on the road over uh, the three and a half. And man, that fifty-two that's just that's a I go over the total. Dude, I'm digging it, except I'm going Giants. I like the Giants at home. They're in a must-win situation. The Indianapolis Colts, if you watched the game last week against the Steelers, they look tired. They haven't had their bye yet. Their bye, I think, is in a week from now. So they look tired. they got to travel again. I'm going to lean the Giants plus the three-and-a-half, especially catching that little half point. I like that. And over the total, it will be another shootout. Right now, the MVP of the league is Andrew Luck. I mean, he is unstoppable. It is a uh, Monday night game, though. You know what happens on Monday nights? What happens? Blowout. Blowout Central? Uh, well, it could be. But I really I like this game. I think it will be good. Look for Luck to have a big game. Eli Manning with his new target, Odell Beckham Jr. I'll say it again, Odell Beckham Jr. If he's still on your waivers, pick him up. He will have a field day. Odell. Ruben Randall on the other side. I like this game. I like the Giants as well. Giants minus three and a half over the 52. All right, buddy, that wraps up the Fantasy 45 just in time. Anything you want to say before we wrap it up today, my friend? 
Happy Halloween. Trick or treat, people. What do we do? Oh, you got a party yeah, at your house, we don't gonna you? We're going to have people stop by with cool. the kids. Uh, Fantastic. You know, good candy, good food. What you dressing up this year, like Addison? I'll be a, a dad with a beer. Okay. Same thing as last year. Oh, dude, yeah. It's a good costume. That's a very good costume. I don't costume. have to put too much effort into it. Absolutely. You're good at that one, aren't you? That's right. Good I'm at a that pro. costume. Magic hands. Anything good going your way, buddy? Nice. What night? Come on. What there was venue? Our invite on that one. What venue? Where are they playing? Yeah, nice. dude, that'll be great. Have a good time, man. It's gonna um, smell weird though. Asheville people smell weird. Okay. Yeah, very odd place. Good music, <laughs> and good beer in Asheville. Weird smells. A lot of smells. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you for listening to the Fantasy Formula. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. May all your fantasy dreams come true. Happy Halloween. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.